Yom Yom Yud Zayin Nisan, the 17th day of the month of Nisan, says the Rebbe. <clears throat> this is the first day of Cholamoyed. Harei Zeh Meshubach. Zeh Meiral Madrege Dikdusho. Hine Likenu Zeh. V'cholamar Bechulu Zeh Shaloi Humeshubach. Towards the beginning of the Haggadah, we say, "Cholamar be l'sap b'tzitz misraim hariz meshubach." Whoever increases, whoever uh, speaks a lot, spends a lot of time relating over, telling over the story of the Exodus from Egypt, is praiseworthy. In other words, biblically, you don't have to biblically you discharge your obligation by uh, by speaking about it a little bit. According to some opinions, just by mentioning it. According to others, you have to tell over the story. But the Chol Hamarbe, what we're saying here is that every minute that you speak is uh, is uh, is a mitzvah. Agav, by the way, this is like the only time you could say that women are like men. That every minute that they're that they're speaking idle chatter, idle words, could be a sin because you're supposed to be studying and discussing. Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and Hilchas Pesach, etc. The whole night, Shachonaruch even says, you're not allowed to drink after the Seder. It's forbidden because you're obligated to spend the rest of the night telling over this, continuing to do this mitzvah. Every second of the night that you do it, you get a mitzvah. Even though you're not obligated because you fulfilled your obligation, but that's what we're saying in this thing, Harizim Shubach, that you're continuously fulfilling this mitzvah the more you do it. And men and women are equal in the mitzvah of the night, <clears throat> according to some opinions. However, as I'm saying this, I'm remembering that according to the Alter Rebbe's Shulchan Aruch, women are only biblically obligated in eating matzah. Haggadah, in Vigad Talvincha, they're not obligated, only rabbinically. Still, there's probably still a rabbinic obligation on them. So what I said holds true, but it's not a uh, biblical mitzvah of Yigad Talvincha, only rabbinically, because Avhein Hoyu because they too were in the miracle. In any event, getting back to the topic at hand, the Rebbe translates the following. It finished off, This is praiseworthy. And he says that according to Chassidus, the word Zeh shows on the world of holiness, the level of holiness, the dimension of holiness, the perspective <clears throat> of holiness. That's what Zeh, why? Zeh means this. Never quotes a pasuk from Isaiah the prophet, a very famous pasuk. Behold, this is our God. This, pointing with your finger. And I believe the explanation why this is going on godliness is that when you have a word and it's unqualified, it has to be something which is applicable at all times and at all places. And godliness is literally everywhere, on every level. Even when you're in an unholy place, an unholy circumstance, every single item has a spark of holiness within it, which is maybe very covered over. There's a lot of shells, there's a lot of concealments, but it's there. That's the only way it exists. The essence of life is godliness. Everything you see has godliness and, and, and is a manifestation of godliness. So God is, when you say the word, unqual- the unqualified word zeh, it's going on holiness. And conversely, the word sham, there, that it's not here, it goes on klipa, the shell. Because it is where it is, and other places it's not there. So it has the, and it has a certain distance to it. It's a certain cover-up. 
it's the it's 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 not present. You know, you see, you're speaking to someone who's not present. It's there. It's there. It's like a zombie. The person. Where's the person? Where are you? And the true identity of Klippa is actually kedusha. But anyways, so that's what it says in Chassidus. So, based on that translation, how do we read this? The Rebbe says you read it the following: Whoever exceedingly speaks about the Exodus from Egypt, in other words, they're trying to get out of their limitations and out of their personal confinements, and they're telling it over and they're making it shine. The word lesaper. The Rebbe doesn't say this in Hayyamim, but the Rebbe says it in other places. Saper. Saper comes from the word sapirus to shine. Whoever makes it really influence their lives and really internalize the message that it should illuminate them. Whoever does this. His zeh is magnified, is praiseworthy, is 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 brought to light. <clears throat> In other words, his godliness, his personal godliness, his his relationship with the world is deeper. His relationship with himself, his relationship with God. He's uh, the zeshalei, the elikus found within him and within the world around him. Is meshubach becomes comes to the fore, is expanded, is magnified. Um, this is the translation that Rebbe gives in today's Hayyim Yim Haggadah. By the way, this is the third day of Pesach, right? So we're not no longer studying the Haggadah. Apparently, we see from this Hayyim Yim that we're uh, and from we're going to see from other Hayyim Yims for the days of Pesach. But even it's not just the first two days; the whole Pesach. Where uh, the theme is leaving Mitzrayim, of course, it's yes Mitzrayim, it's Manche Ruseinu, and therefore we should continue studying the Haggadah and finding new meaning and new depth and continue this journey of uh, leaving Mitzrayim.